Okay, so B'Siyata Deshmaya, we're standing now a day before Rav Nassim's yard site, tomorrow night, Monday night and Tuesday, Sarbateves, is Rav Nassim's yard site, the Hilger Rav Nassim, Rav Nassim of Nemerov, Rav Nassim the seeker, Rav Nassim who had everything but Mamish knew the secret of being in touch with the part of one that feels that it has nothing and holding on to that and searching Rav Nassim, who was a gadol, gadol, gadol batayra, who was the son-in-law of David Svi Orbach, one of the great gedolim, non-Hasidic gedolim, and poiskim of the time in the entire region, tens and tens and tens of cities under his halachic jurisdiction. And he took Rav Nassim as a son-in-law, I should tell you something about Rav Nassim. Already from a young age, he was a gadol, a goin. He was sitting and learning for hours and hours. But Reb Nassim writes about himself that he felt a lack. He felt a chisan. He felt that something was missing. And he didn't quite know what it was, but he knew that just sitting in the base medrash as he was, wasn't the whole picture. There was more to Yiddishkeit. There was more than he was looking for. And he started to go around from tzaddik to tzaddik. And he learned by some of the greatest luminaries of the, of the Tamidi Abal Shem Tov and the Tamidi Amagid. He was by the Bradichever, famously. There's even those that say that he wrote some parts of Kedusha Slevi. It's interesting. I found one place in Kedusha Slevi that's mamish, almost word for word. A place in the Kutel Achis. It's interesting. I'll send it to the group later afterwards. But um, he still felt, he still felt that it wasn't his Sherish and Shema until finally he came to Rabbi Nachman, through his friend, Rablipa. There's a whole long story how they got there. But eventually they did get there. And Reb Nassim became, for Rabbi Nachman, we're going to learn, like Yoshua became to Moshe Rabbeinu. Totally, totally, totally battle, completely, completely battle to the das of Rabbeinu HaKadosh. And because of that, Rabbi Nachman said, if not for Reb Nassim, we would have nothing. And one word of my writings, think about how many thousands of people, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands over the years who got chizuk directly, indirectly on a great degree to a lesser degree. It's all because of Reb Nassim. Because like the Gemara Baba Basra tells us, Samach Gimel, Pnei Moshe Kepnei Chama, and Pnei Yeshua Kepnei Levana. The face of Moshe Rabbeinu is like the face of the sun. It's an incredible, incredible degree of illumination. But the light of the sun you can't access directly. It's too much. It's too much. You need to see it reflected off of the Levana. And that's what Yoshua was for Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's what Reb Nassim was for Rabbi Nachman. You find that the great tzaddikim, who were really game changers, all had this one Talmud, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Shem Baruchai, the Ariyah Kaddish, Rabbi Chaim Bital, the Baal Shem Tov had the Magna Mezrich, the Taldus. And Rabbi Nachman had this Talmud, Reb Nassim, who began to record every single thing that he heard Rabbi Nachman say. And that served not only as the vessel, the clee to the R of Rabbi Nachman, as we're going to learn, part of Rabbi Nachman's gilui, and part of what he meant to bring to the world, was actually entrusted into the hands of Rabbi Nachman, that this would be his Indian, as we're going to learn to see out the Shemaya. So when Rabbi Nachman came to, to Breslov in the beginning, a couple of stories of how that happened just right in the beginning of his Iskarvas. But the first, or one of the first lessons that Rav Nassim heard was Torah Vav, which is the sixth lesson in the Kutimaran. Very long, very glorious, a very beautiful Torah. I happen to be writing 
book on, on that now. I'm trying to, if I have time. But it's mamish endless. Taravav is endless, endless, endless. It's four pages. But in those four pages, it's a hakdama. Like Rabbi Nachman said, all of his teachings are just introductions. If you walk through that gate of Taravav, you see everything differently. The whole Yiddishkeit, all of Taira, every Chumash Rashi, every Gemara and Rashi Taisus, everything changes through the prism of Taravav. And it's true for the rest of the lessons as well. But specifically for Taravav, this is accurate. So we're just going to look at three short paragraphs from Taravav, which is much longer. And we're going to try to unfold this Hasaga step by step to learn about what this thing is at Sadiq. And what this thing is, the Talmud of the Tzaddik, what Ermnasen is, what the Yeshua is, what his job is, and what it means to you and me, and what we're marking on his yard site, Hachanas for the yard site, as is Hashem tonight. So let's take a look at Lukutamaran Taravav. And the Rebbe says like this, it's hard to see this out of context, I'll try to provide as much context as I can, but let's take it line by line, and we'll fill in the blanks, Vesiyatad Hashemayim. So the Rebbe says over here, When a person wants to walk on the paths of tshuva, he needs to be an expert in halacha. Now on a simple level, it means expert in Jewish law. That's what halacha means, right? And that would be clear. If a person wants to do tshuva, you have to know what to do. So you know what to rectify, how to live in alignment with the Ratzon Hashem. That's true. But it's clear from context that the Rebbe doesn't mean halacha like halachas, but the Rebbe means halacha milash and halicha, means to walk. You have to be an expert in knowing how to walk. If a person wants to do tshuva, you have to know how to walk. Because in walking, it's not always uphill. Walking sometimes is going to be downhill. Sometimes it's going to be a paved road. Sometimes it's going to be a shvil manatzad, you know, some side path through a forest, which is very rocky and tumultuous. The Rebbe says you're going to have to know how to walk. And a person is going to have to have two expertise, two very different kinds of expertise. And the Rebbe calls them over here famously, A person is going to have to be an expert in running. That's the literal translation. You have to know how to run. And means you have to know how to return. You have to be an expert in running and an expert in returning. This terminology, Ratzi Vishayv, comes from the vision of Yecheskel, where he saw, as it's recorded in the, in the beginning of Yecheskel's vision, he says, He saw a certain kind of angel that was speedily running to and fro, Ratzi here and there like lightning, flashes, comes down and then it disappears back up. This is how we saw the Malachim. But all the Tzadikim, based on Arizal, but all the Tzadikim say, it's true for us as well. We also have running, and we have returning, and Rabbi Nachman says you have to be an expert in running and an expert in returning. What does this mean? of the Rebbe says it's a Zayar Kadosh. And the Zayar says, Fortunate is one who knows how to be oil, how to go in, vinafik, and how to come out as well. And this, of course, is reminiscent to the Gemara and Chagiga that tells us about the Arba Shenichnesul Pardes, about the four tzaddikim that went into this Hasaga called the Pardes. Three of them terrible things happened to. Rabbi Akiva was Nichnes B'Shalem V'Yoytzi B'Shalem. Right, so this Zahar Kaddish is also referring to Manda Oil V'Nafik. He doesn't just know how to go into a Hasaga. He knows how to safely come out of a Hasaga as well and how not to lose it on either end, as we're going to learn what that means very deeply. 
What does this mean to be an expert in running and an expert in returning? Says the Rebbe of Zabachinas, the Pasuk Atelim says, David HaMalach, in Esak Shamayim Shamata. David HaMalach says, if I rise to the pinnacle of the heavens, Shamata, Rebbe Shalom, you are there. And the word Sham always connotes distance. But Shamayim is close to Hashem. Okay, this is the Baki Beratzai. Sham Ata. We're going to get into that in a minute. Bechinas Ayil. That's what it means to go in. Bechinas Baki Beratzai. To be an expert in running. But then Davar Melach says, Va'atzia Sha'ol. I need to know that sometimes when I sink into Gehenim, and when I sink into disconnect from you, disconnect from myself, and I feel that all hope is lost, to be an expert in returning means Hineka. I know, Rabbi Nishalem, your mom is here with me. Your mom is here with me. Two expertise, very different, relating to two very different times in the person's life. Bechinas v'nafik, and this is coming out, Bechinas baki b'shayv, being an expert in returning. Rav Nassan, at the end of this long lesson, teaches that there's a diuk in this pasuk in Tehillim, where Davar HaMelech is saying, in Esak Shamayim, there's a bekiyas of running. What's the bekiyas of running? What's the expertise of knowing how to run? That even when you reach the place of Shamayim, in Esak Shamayim, a person has to realize, don't settle. Don't become stagnant. Shamata. Kodesh Baruch Hu is, you have to be an expert in knowing how to go higher, go beyond. Even if a person has a Geshmak and Shabbos, there are deeper levels. Don't settle with that. Don't ever be okay with your Dafyomi. There are deeper levels. Go beyond that. Because you can settle even in Aliyah. You can settle there. And there's a danger. Baki Baratzi, be an expert in knowing how to progress. But the expertise in knowing how to fall, so to speak, gracefully means never ever give up. Never give up. Never become stagnant on the flip side of rising, which is falling to say, I'm stuck here. Just like the person would be stuck in a time of Aliyah, you can get stuck in a time of Yerida. There's no stuckness. A Jew is never stuck. The word Yehudi, which is Jew, starts with a Yud. A Yud is always the future. Az Yashir. So Yud is always in the beginning of a word means the future. The essence of what it means to be in a Jew, to be a Jew, is that there is a Yud. There's a Yud. We are Yehudim. We're always moving. We're always moving. There's always hope. Ekyeh Asher Ekyeh. Kadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu. Ekyeh Asher Ekyeh. The sword of knowing that you've never risen too high, you can never possibly have fallen too far. These are the two expertise we need to have because you can get stuck on either edge of the extreme on a basic level. The Zen, the Rebbe says, this is Pshad, and what we say, the Pasig and Shir Hashirim, Rosh Hateves Elul, which the whole Taravav is a Tara on Elul, Ani Ledoidi Vidoidi Li. Says the Rebbe, what are these two parts of this phrase? I am to my beloved, and my beloved is to me. Says Rabbi Nachman, these two parts of the phrase refer to the two expertise. Ani Ledoidi. What does it mean when Shalom HaMelech says, I am to my beloved? That is a reference to Baki Baratze. That's a time of Aliyah. That's a time when things are going right. Then you need to know, I'm rising. I'm in a growth trajectory. I'm getting closer and closer. I'm not settling. I'm not growing stagnant. I'm moving beyond. I'm pushing the boundaries. And then a Jew also needs to know that in a time of Yerida, I need to know that a Kodesh Baruch is with me. And a Kodesh Baruch is perpetually hurtling down to the lowest pockets of existence because there's no place vacant from him. There's no such thing. 
Hashem fills all worlds. There's no place devoid of Him. The Rebbe says, getting into that, we'll discuss that in a bit. This is the secret of the mystical, Kabbalistic inter- uh, uh, intentions of Elul. And this is the primary honor that we bring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which Rabbi Nachman earlier in the lesson proves that Shuva brings Hashem honor, says Rabbi Nachman. Shuva is not just in Elul, and it's not just when you feel a time of inspiration. Shuva is all the time, is every moment. Shuva means just to return, to move from wherever you are. In the way that you can, in that phase of your trajectory, whether Anila Daidi, go further. You don't think you need to do tshuva. You're already at a, at a good point. You can go further. You can move. Tshuva means to return. Don't be stagnant. Don't be stuck. Move from where you are. And the Daidi Li, certainly in a time of Yurida, to realize you've never fallen too far. What do you mean to be stuck on the way up? To be stuck on the way down is pretty obvious. What do you mean to be, to be satisfied, to settle, and to say, I'm happy with my Asaga and Shabbos. I'm happy with my Siddharim. I'm happy with my level in, in davening. No, there's more. Right? You've never arrived. The Jew has to constantly be in motion. We're born to work. Right? We're born to work. To strive. To grow. To move. Not to, not to be stuck. Not to be stuck. Rabbi Nachman waged war on old people. But not Mamash on old people. On young people that are old. What does it mean to be old? He says, this is what David Amal says. Al zikna. Don't cast me into old age. What does it mean to be an old age? What does it mean to be young? A young is a nar. A youth is called a nar. What's nar? Is milashen lina'er, the maral says. It means to move. Lina'er, right? You shake something. That's a nar. A child is moving. A child is, is progressing. A child is growing. There's life there. Don't be a zakin. Always be moving. Rabbi Nachman says, that getting into it now, it's a whole long thing. Rabbi Nachman says that these two phases are enwrapped in the letter Aleph. If you ever notice, the letter Aleph has three components, right? Really two components and a divider between them. It has an akuda tachtoina. If you ever look at the Aleph, you find an Aleph on the page, right? It has that point on the bottom of the, of the diagonal line to the left side. That's called an akuda tachtoina. Thanks for coming. That's called the bottom point. And then beyond that divider, there's an akud al There's a higher point. Rabbi Nachman says these two points are these two phases of growth. These two phases of growth. There's a time when a person is on the bottom of the rakia. That's the, that's the sky that Rabbi Nachman says is connected to the letter vav, which is that middle dividing line. It's like a vav in between. It's like the heavens. Sometimes you've fallen below the heavens. And a person is in a time of Yurida, be a Baki Bishayv. Find a Kaddish Baruch Hu there, do what you can, appreciate your Ratzon, appreciate the fact that you feel that, you haven't, that you've had a Yurida, which is itself a Madrega, like Rabbi Nachman's going to say in the next piece. And then there's a time of Aliyah, and that's the Nukud Aliyah beyond the Vav. That's the Shas Aliyah. That's all the letter Aleph. The Zeo says Rabbi Nachman, he finishes, This is what it means. The Pasuk says, You've honored Hashem by performing His ways. Says the Rebbe, why are there two ways referred to here? Ah, because they're referring to these two drachim. There are two paths through which we honor HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which like we said, honoring Hashem is done through tshuva. These two ways of going in, of aliyah, and then the of returning. And now when a person has mastered these two ways, because these two ways are experienced by all of us, 
It's called being a human being. There are days and nights. There are summers and winters. There are more connected points and there are less connected points. That's called life. It doesn't exist. All of us have our better days and all of us have our, our less better days. This is relevant for all of us. The Chiddush of this point is that Avodah Hashem is not a semicircle of an upper quadrant of a circle and that's called serving Hashem. And if you sink below that half, Okay, so you're out of the game, and then you have to pull yourself back in. Okay, now I'm learning again. I'm davening again. Now I could serve Hashem. No. Says the Rebbe, there's not a moment of your life that's not in the re- in the arena. And there are different ways of bringing cover to Hashem. There's a way of bringing cover to Hashem by learning and davening. And there, there's a way of bringing cover to Hashem by expressing a ratzon when you're stuck in the midst of the filth to say, Rasham, I wish I could be better. That's also, that's also Hashem. There's an Avedis Hashem of not giving up. There's an Avedis Hashem of standing up and saying, I can't stay for a full Seder, I, I, but I can do five minutes. That, that's also a Baki Vishayv. And if a person doesn't know the secret, says the Rabbi, you can never ever make it fully because half your life you'll be serving Hashem. But what about the other half? There's also Avedis there too. There's also Avoida there too. This changed my life personally when I learned this for the first time. It's totally eye-opening. Mamish eye-opening. Avodah Hashem is not about me and how I feel. Avodah Hashem is that HaKadosh Baruch has a master plan. And of course I have Bechira. Of course I make my decisions. But sometimes all of us know within our Bechira there are things that are beyond Bechira. And there are, there are things that we fall into. In as much as it's about HaKadosh Baruch and honoring Him, it's not about me. If this is the way Hashem wants me to honor Him in this matzev and it doesn't look good, I could be b'simcha here too. I could be a bucky. I could be an expert in knowing how to contact Hashem in this matzev and be okay with that. Because in some way, this is a this is bringing cover to Hashem, even though it doesn't look doesn't look so pretty on the outside sometimes. Is there no plain sailing? Is, no, is it always going up or going down? Is there like? We already learned about the two ropes, right? Yeah, there it says if you're not on one, you're on the other. Whether we're up or down, like. It's true. If it's yeah. our choice, we're saving Hashem when we're down, and we made the wrong choice. It's true. It's true. But like Reb Nassim is Marich, and we'll, we'll get to those teachings a different time. And Rabbi Nachman himself says pretty clearly, obviously, these are dangerous waters, right? And this, obviously, we, we, we spoke, we touched on in an earlier shir about Yidiya and Bechira, right? About our choice, but knowing that HaKadosh Baruch always knows everything anyway, right? And we can't do anything that he doesn't know because what he knows is going to happen and he knows what we're going to do. So then we can't really do anything outside of what he knows we're going to do and so on, which is a big complicated, it's a, it's a, right. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a paradox. There's no way around it, but Tachlis, the Mekubalim and certainly the Tamidi Abal Shem were coming to whisper to us, certainly in the base Medrash of Ishbitz and, and, uh, and Rav Tzadik, but even in Rabbi Nachman as well, they're whispering to us a Hasaga that, without intending to cause us to now start to make bad choices because we want to honor Hashem in this way. It doesn't work this way. Chazal already told us it doesn't work this way. If a person says, I'm going to sin and then I'll do tshuva afterwards, it doesn't work. His tshuva won't be authentic. Everything needs to be authentic. So we need to live out our lives properly. But at the same time, all of us know, yeah, we chose the wrong thing. But afterwards, we feel in a certain way that I wish I wouldn't have done that. All of us. I, I, yes, I chose to do that. Of course I chose to. But ultimately, there's a part in me that wished I never I never heard of this, uh, you know, whatever it is that we're struggling with. All of us know in a minute, if we were given the opportunity to let go of the Sahara, which Jew doesn't want that? Which Jew celebrates a hate, even though he chose it? So in a post-sin consciousness, we're able to say, Rabbi Shalom, Tachlis, I don't know, it's not an Indian, my Bechira, your Bechira, your Yedia, my Bechira. Tachlis, this is where I am. 
And if this is where I am, I don't know, I, I, I'm not a chacham to think about what happened a minute before and what's going to happen a minute after. Right now, this is my situation. There's a way of serving you here. There's a way of bringing cover to you here. So that's a way of sort of avoiding this whole sugya. Of course, the intention is not to empower us to sin, and this is, of course, the worry when learning teachings like these. But Rabbi Nachman believed in the Jewish heart enough to be able to know that we're mature and that we want to serve Hashem, and that he felt that this is going to bring us tremendous chizuk, to be able to realize that after doing what we've done, and we feel that, Mamish, we chose this, there's a way of, there's a way of reframing it to say, now I can serve Hashem from this place. Doesn't Rabbeinu go further and say with the Torah of Tachlis, um, right. That there's actually a built into the Bria. There's an actual cycle of events that means that there will be ideas and there will be Yeridas to, to address the point. Meaning that there's times when it's out of our control. That's right. Rabbi Nachman when says you're going that. Up, then you have to go down sometimes to reach the higher level. That's true. The, the tricky part is like, and this is the the sugi and ishbit and meashilach, parshas pinchas and Tzadik, is that. You can never really know what's really beyond your control and what's really in your control. So we, like from our standpoint, we have to try our best, right? And we are trying our best as much as we can. But then in a moment where retroactively a person's in a matzah of Yerida, in that place we have to have a muna shleima that Kaddish Baruch knows what he's doing. There's a master plan. And tachlis, you're right. Of course we know what Hashem's ratzon is l'chatchila. But if I find myself in, in a bidiyevet for me, that must be Hashem's l'chatchila. In this moment, I have the opportunity to turn it around. And that's what Chazal already tell us. If a person does tshuva b'yahava, b'makam shabali tshuva oimdim, right, in the place where bali tshuva stand, even the greatest tzaddikim couldn't get there. If you don't factor in sin as potentially being something useful, that's impossible. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. How could a bali tshuva be on a higher level than a tzaddik? It doesn't work. It must be that there's a sod. That a Kodesh Baruch Hu has a master plan of knowing what we need to go through, including spiritual challenges. And so Rabbi Nachman over here is giving us the opportunity of recognizing there's an Avaida in every moment. There's no such thing as better or worse. There just is. This is what it is right now. All of us know what we're supposed to be doing. All of us are striving. And this is Rabbi Nachman's secret over here of the, of the Baki B'Shayv. When a person knows these two aspects, then you can live a life of true covet Hashem. Because all the while that I'm only willing to serve Hashem when I'm when I'm feeling connected, that's Atzma. That's that. That means that you're in it for your own glory. That you don't really care about Hashem so much. You care about you know someone patting you on the back because they saw that you finished this masechet or you did this or you're shuckling and davening or whatever it is. Only when I'm willing to to really find a way of serving Hashem when nobody's going to know, and when I mamish feel dirty about it, then I know that this is quite Hashem. There's never a moment that I'm disconnected. I'm trying my best, but life throws at us what life throws at us. The ruchnius of Agashmias. If I'm willing to think about Hakadosh Baruch Hu and how I can honor Him in every matziv, both the good matzavim and the shvala matzavim, that's quite Hashem. How do you honor Hashem? Not just in a time of Aliyah, in a time of Aliyah, and in a time of Yerida, finding a way to not give up. And it's the greatest covet of a Kaddish Baruch that there is, that's revealing that Hashem's light is so powerful, like we've said in an earlier shir, it can reach even here. It can reach me even here. And that it can give me the strength not to give up. That's Rabbi Nachman and Tarav We're going to skip the last uh, half of that line because it's just a little bit complicated and having to do with um, an earlier piece in that lesson. Let's take a look at Lukut Tinyana. Samaches. 
Rabbi Nachman goes into this a little bit more deeply. And the Rebbe says that this very teaching is the benchmark of a tzaddik. This teaching, a teaching of broad-mindedness that doesn't, doesn't just relate to one kind of person or one stage in a person's life, but that relates to the entire experience of being a human, the whole spectrum of our experiences. Says Rabbi Nachman, Iker Shleimus HaTzadik, the primary Shleimus of the Tzadik, is Sheyuchalias Lamalo Lamata. The Tzadik can be above and the Tzadik can also be below. What does that mean? Above and below. The Tzadik is able to demonstrate to the person that thinks that he's reached a very high Madrega, he amarli shua hepech which is Baki Baratza. He shows the person you haven't begun yet. It's a joke. You think, you, you think you're holding, you think you know. The tzaddik is revealing how sagas that, that humble a person. The Rebbe says in Tarek Kuflamid, hey, teva katnus It's the way of that which is small to be nullified in the presence of that which is great. That's what the tzaddik does. He doesn't even need to say anything. But a person who thought he's a big Tamil Chacham, he comes and he sits in the presence of Rav Chaim Kanievsky. It's a joke, right? That's all. It's... it's he should, without saying anything, you realize, I mean, there's so much more. There's so much more. And the tzaddik has that ability to give the asag of baki v'ratzai, to be an expert in doing well. Go beyond, go beyond. He, he like Rav Nassim says, kina soifrim tar The Rebbe expands our hasagas of what's even possible to attain in this world. Bavachin lehepech. But the tzaddik also needs to be able to do the opposite. A person who's very, very, very low. Who's really struggling with just basic things. A person like Kairach, you know. His mama is swallowed up in the earth. Whatever that means. Whatever that means for us. If the earth is physicality, is gashmias, is confusion, it's thick, it's, 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 it's the opposite of ruach. A person, a mamish, is numb, doesn't feel anything anymore, can't cry anymore, can't care anymore. Avar v'shan anasa lekeheta, the Gemara says, you don't even care about mamish, b'soycha aretz mamish. The tzaddik is able to give that person the exact opposite hasaga than that he gives the person who's on a high madrega, who he said, you think you're close to Hashem? There's so much, there's so much more to travel. The tzaddik tells this person, you think you're so far from Hashem, Gevalt, are you close? Gevalt, you realize Hashem is right there. You just need to reach out to Him. Husamach Hashem is Where's the Torah of, of the percentages? What's the percentages? The percentages when we are Baki as opposed to when we are Baki There's a tire like that? No, I'm asking. Oh. You know, you know, it's interesting because everything, like the Rebbe says in Tarvav, without getting into it now, everything is Klalius, everything else. So, for example, the Nakuda Tachtoina of the Aleph contains within it all three Nakudas. And those three Nakudas contain within it all three Nakudas. There's a, there's a Ratzai in Shayv and there's a Shayv in Ratzai. Right. Generally speaking, as a, as a Dar, we're a Dar of Shayv. It's very difficult to be a yid in this in this generation. We're the we're the pinnacle of the pinnacle. Think about overwhelming percentages of Am Yisrael that don't know they're Jewish or know they're Jewish, but have a completely different notion of what it means to be a yid and what our mission is in the world. Generally speaking, it's a it's a shvala matzev, right? Our avoda is is shayv, which is why Rav is so important, which we're getting to. But the Rebbe says v'zashlemus muchrach. Tzaddik. The tzaddik needs to have this ability. And if the tzaddik can only relate to other tzaddikim, ain't a tzaddik Amazing thing. The Rebbe says he doesn't register. He could be a big tamachacham, he could be, but a tzaddik, this concept of a tzaddik, he's not. 
if he doesn't know how to relate to every yid. It could be a, it could be a big manik. It could be a big darshan. A tzaddik is not. Because a tzaddik knows, like the, like the Gemara says, like the Pasuk says, and the Gemara Rashi brings about, about Yeshua. Ishasha ruach boy, he was called a person who had ruach in him. And Rashi says, Shiyeda lahalich neged ruchay shal kol echavi echav. Tzaddik knows how to relate to the spirit in every single person. Every person needs to be related to differently. The tzaddik needs to be able to demonstrate to those that are on the lowest, lowest level. That a Kaddish Baruch was mamish close to him. And this is why the Rebbe's marich on this part, because this is the chiddish. It's not a chiddish that a tzaddik can relate to other tzaddikim and talk to them in big pulpulim and all the mesechtas of shas, you know, are, are flying around the room like the story with the Lubavitch Rebbe over there, the fifth day of Hanukkah. That's not a chiddish. What the Chiddush is, is that a tzaddik can find a way to relate to a person that you're shocked he could even be soival, the person's presence. And to inspire the person, and to reveal to that person, Hashem Imach, HaKadosh Baruch who's with you. And don't be afraid and don't be startled. Who's with you? Next to you. Unbelievable. Hakadosh Baruch is is very close to you. Hope is not lost. That Sadiq is able to see in us what sometimes we can't see in ourselves. That tzaddik, like we learned last time we learned, is able to find the Nakuda Taiva. We learned about that Taira, you weren't there that, that week, but that's your Taira, Kavchavtes, right? Sure. But that tzaddik is able to find something edible in the most rotten food that everybody else is not willing to touch. That's what it means to be a tzaddik. And that's why, again, just to put into context, when people think of Breslov and they say, all these crazies, like me, you know, all, <laughs> all these crazy people are attracted to Breslov. Like, what kind of tzaddik was this? Sadiq is able to reach the gamut from the greatest Ayyvdim, the greatest Makubalim, and the greatest Yireim and Shleimim, all the way to the other side. He has something to say to everyone. And that's the mark of the Tzaddik. And that's Rabbi Nachman himself teaching us in Tarvav, which is one of the landmark Tyras, Baki Baratze, Baki Bishayiv. This is his message. Al Kain, therefore, the Rabbi continues. And of course, this is not ideal. Of course, this is a chila. Of course, the Rebbe, trust me, if you look in many, 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 many other places, I would say the majority of places, the Rebbe is demanding big madregas of us. This is not like, you know, every tire in breast of every page is just telling you to, you're okay, you're fine. It's a, it's a toast. Most people who have that opinion never, never open this farm. The Rebbe is pushing you, always oh, pushing you, mamish. But the Rebbe also is a pragmatist and he takes into account the realities not just of his generation, but the Rebbe, like the Shpala said, tell the Rebbe, you know, tell Rabbi Nachman that I love him, but he came to the world 200 years too early. The Rebbe was talking to our generation. So it's nice to go to a shul and have somebody tell me, you know, we have to make a chizik and learning and, 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 and they're doing that. You were shouting me. It's all beautiful. Ki'ilu, like ki'ilu. Well, let's be honest. Let's be honest. We're all struggling with what we're struggling with. That's why the Rebbe is so precious because he's a rare voice of, of authenticity. In a sea of, 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 or a cacophony or a chorus of voices that are speaking to a certain facade, or like Mishpacha magazine, glossy pages, like everything is beautiful and fine and everybody's okay and every. 
But the truth is all of us know, and that's also true, Baruch Hashem, wonderful things are happening. We have to strive and we need all the drushes that are speaking to that part of us that's ready to work and ready to learn. But a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of whisper and echo when it's late at night, you know, we're not exactly, you know, shackling with the tefillin and talis and, and we need a little bit of a voice that speaks to that. And that's why the Rebbe is like a lone voice in a, in a, in a, in a, in a midbar in a desert, in a wasteland, addressing us there and telling us, don't give up, don't give up. Because however much we may think in a given stage in life, we don't need it. Every person needs it. Every person needs it, and if they don't, if they think they don't need it, first of all, it shows how much they need it. But but if they but if they but if they think they don't need it now, there's going to come a time when a person needs it because because this is life. This is life. He doesn't give you the hard drugs. Next for you, he wins you off. That. And if you if you do take the hard drugs, he wins you off. He wins you off them slowly. And, yeah. you know, he doesn't give up on you. He doesn't give up on you. He doesn't, doesn't want to give you the hard drugs. He wants to find a way yourself. He doesn't give up on you. And of course, it's not a matter of Rabbi Nachman giving up or not giving up. It's the Rebbe giving us our saga about what Hashem's. It's not, it's not. It's not like oh, okay, the Rebbe believes in me. The Rebbe's Hasaga is that Kodesh Baruch Hu never gives up on any Jew. This is the Shlemus of a tzaddik. He's able to address the, the deepest, deepest, deepest thinkers and the highest tzaddikim at the same time he's able to address even me. And to tell me, Kodesh Baruch Hu is with you. When a person falls, and a person's mamish, not in a good matziv, and a person's at a point where he feels the Yitzhar is telling him, give up, it's finished, you're over, you have no way of connecting anymore. From there, you can connect. And not only can you connect in a certain crazy way, one day you can get to a point where you look back and say, all those rock bottoms, all of that was somehow in Hashem's master plan. Somehow, <laughs> crazily enough, because I needed to go through that for myself or for others to be able to relate to other people who are on that level to give people chizik, whatever it is. Hashem has a great story, a great master plan that goes deeper than just what we're expected to do. And if we're not doing that, so we're finished. Ah, it's, it's a whole sipur HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling through us. And every step is ordained. HaMeichim Etzadi Gover. HaMeichim Etzadi Gover. Kimoloi Chala Eretz Kavodai. And he continues and he says, When a person is so deep in this very low experience, and he feels so, so low, which again, every spiritually sensitive person should feel this. Even if you think you're doing okay, if, if a person's in, in touch and in tune, then a person senses this, that clape in relation to what I should be doing, very far. So in a certain way, the Baki Baratze person, the Baki Bishayi person could be the same person. It's just two sides of a coin. It's either Baki Baratze or it's Baki Bishayi. There's not really an in-between. There's not really an in-between. The Rebbe says an amazing chizik. A person should give himself chizik with this itself. This perception of being far is itself 
an indicator as to how connected you are, how close you are. Because the Rebbe says in Torah and Vav, how many people go through this experience of what the Rebbe calls hastara, shebesoich hastara, which doesn't just mean a double concealment, one second. It means the concealment is itself concealed. How many people are so far that they think that they're close? That's when alarm bells should start going off. If I never have a feeling throughout all of my days that like, Maybe there's more in Yiddishkeit than what I'm doing. Like that, that's a problem. That, that means that the Hastara is itself Hastara. The greatest Sadiqim knew, and the Kedusha Slavi says this very clearly in Parshish Ve'era and in other places, the greater the Tzaddik, the more distant he knew he was. Rabbi Nachman says the same thing in Torah Samach Gimel. And that's actually, those two places are where the Lushan is very similar to Kedusha Slavi. So they say that the, those, those two passages might have been written by Rav Nassim. So very, very similar. And in, in Parshas of Eira, in Kedusha Slevi, I think the second or third piece, and in Tarsa Machimah. The Rebbe says the, the closer you are, the more distant you feel. Both, both would have been written by Rav Nassim, I'm saying Kedusha was written by Kedusha Slevi. No, so they, so they say that when Rav Nassim was by the Bredichur, he wrote uh-huh. parts of Kedusha Slevi. So everybody's always looking for Raya's. I think that they, if you look over there, it's a very, very similar Lashen. Al-Kapanam Chavri, you have to move. Okay, so... So a person has to give himself chizik. Okay, I, I, I'm not in a star, I'm not in a dimyan to think that I'm close to Hashem. I still feel there's more to grow. I still feel sensitive to this. I still feel that there's work for me to do. Gewalt. Gewalt. That shows how close I am. Because earlier, a person could be in such a matzah where he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't bother him. It doesn't pain him. It could be the person didn't even know that he's far. A person knows that he's dis- that he's distant. This itself can give a person chizik. <coughs> Take a look back at the Kutumran Taravav, where the Rebbe connects these three parts to the Aleph with the Rebbe and the Talmud. The Rebbe being associated, as we're going to learn, with the Nekuda el which is the high point of the Aleph, which is associated with Baki Beratzai, as we're going to see. And the low point of the Aleph is connected to Baki Beshoiv. And the dividing line in between, that middle point, the spine of the Aleph, the Rebbe says, is connected to the concept of Rakia, is connected to the concept of the Shemayim, that you're either above it or you're below it, and these are the two Madregas. And the Rebbe says over here, Through this experience of Baki Biratzai, Baki Bishayv, connecting to Hashem in every single Matzav, Bein Ba'aliyah, Bein Biyurida, the Rebbe says, you make a Yichud between Chama and Levana between the sun and the moon. That the light of the sun shines down to illuminate the experience of the darkness of the night of the Levana. When there's just the moon shining that has no light of its own, but the light of the sun shines down when we can walk these two paths. And there's a yichud, there's, an, there's a unity created between the aspects of Moshe Rabbeinu and his Talmud Yeshua. Because like we quoted the Gemara in Baba Basra says, that's Ayin Heyam and Aleph, that the Gemara in Baba Basra says, Pnei Moshe, the face of Moshe, Pnei Chama is like the sun, and Pnei Yeshua, the face of Yeshua is like the face of the Levana. Says the Rebbe, these are the two points in the Aleph, which relate to Baki Beratzai, that's the Nekud Al Yoyna, 
and Baki B'Shoiv, the Nekut are all wrapped up in the Aleph. Says the Rebbe, the face of Moshe, which is the sons and Nekuda El Yoyna. This is a reference to the high point of the Aleph. V'chinas Kisei, which is an aspect of the Kisei HaKavod. V'chinas Moshe, an aspect of Moshe Rabbeinu Kamesh Kasa. The Pasuk says, the Kisei Kashemesh Negdi. Barakadosh Baruch Hu says, the Kisei, his chair, Kashemesh Negdi, was comparable to the Kisei. Rather, David HaMalach says about Hashem's chair, it's like the sun. So we see the sun is connected to the Kisei. And where is the Kisei? Umi ma'al l'rakia. Demus Kisei. Above the Rakia. What do we say the Rakia is? The dividing line in the in the in the in the letter Aleph. That's the Vav in between. That's the Shemayim. What's above the Rakia? We said is the Kisei. What's the Kisei? Is Shemesh. What's the Shemesh? Moshe Rabbeinu. That's all the Aleph. That's I'm sorry. That's all the Nekuda El Yoyna of the Aleph. The high point beyond the Rakia. Again, the Vav is our is our anchor. We know what the Vav is. The Vav, the Zarekad says, is the Rakia. What's beyond the Rakia? The Kisei. What's the Kisei? The Shemesh. What's the Shemesh? Moshe Rabbeinu. This is on the Kudal Yaina. Isn't that what Absolutely. Absolutely. But the Nekuda the lower point, is Yeshua. And this is Bechinas Levana. And this is the Levana. But Bechinas V'tachas Raglov K'maise Livnas Hasapir. Underneath his feet which is a reference to that which is underneath the throne. The throne is beyond the rakia. Under the rakia is Livnas Asapir. The Zarka that says Livnas, this is the Levana. And the Levana is Yeshua. And so above that Vav within the Aleph, the Nekudal Yoyna, is the Kisei, is the Shemesh, is Moshe Rabbeinu. Nekudal Yoyna, Hasaga of Ratzai. And then underneath that Vav is the Levana, Pnei Yeshua. Like we said, right? the Vav in between is the point of reference, is the Rakia. And it's like a tent. How do we know it's like a tent? The Pasuk says, Where is Yeshua? Yeshua being the Levana. Levana being Libnas Asapir. Don't get caught up in the technicalities. It's a very complicated tire. Just throwing ideas at you. But just the basic point. Yeshua never left from underneath the Oihel. What's an Oihel? Rakia says the Rebbe, a tent is the Rakia. Kamashikasa, the Pasing Yishayo, Vayim Tachim, Ka'oyha, Lashavas, Uksiv, Noita Shamayim, Kayaria, Vizayurias, Ha'oyel. Okay, so bottom line, you see the Yeshua and Moshe have this meeting point. Moshe is beyond, Yeshua is below. And they meet in the place of the Oihel. The Oihel is connected to the concept of Shamayim, that the heavens cover us like a tent. That's the Vav in the middle of the Aleph. And these are the two Nekudas of the Aleph. Moshe is the Nekuda Liyayna. Yeshua is the Nekuda Tachtayna. And the very beginning, beginning of Chaim Aran, which is more the biographical aspects of Rabbi Nachman's life and Arnasen's experiences with Rabbi Nachman and many, many different fascinating elements of Rabbi Nachman's revelation, different stories that he told that aren't part of Supremacius, Mishalim, um, different things that he said about himself, about he said about Breslov or Chassidus, that he said about his Torah, different things generally that he said about Avodah Hashem, different experiences that he had along his travels, and so on and so forth, are all in Chaim Aran. And in the very beginning, there are Sichas, that are different contextual concepts that are related to Rabbi Nachman's teachings in Lekut Moran. That's the first section of Chaim Aran. And so Mamash, the second Torah in there, 
speaks about Torah Vav and how it was given. And I'm just going to, just for time constraints, I'm just going to tell you what it says in the first paragraph outside. And then we'll start from Gam. So basically what it says in the first paragraph is that Torah Vav was one of the first lessons that Reb Nassim ever heard from Rabbi Nachman. And the Rebbe revealed it as a Shaloshudas Torah, but he only revealed the first part. He only revealed the general ideas, which takes you through concepts of, of different kinds of covered, covered malachim, which is a lowly kind of this worldly honor, and then kvod alikim, which is we're trying to strive to reflect Hashem's honor, takes you through the process of tshuva having to do with being embarrassed and not answering. Person goes through an experience of bizayin and he doesn't answer back and he doesn't defend himself. That's a very high level of tshuva, getting the ego out of the way. It goes through different levels of tshuva, not staying still, but going and doing tshuva on top of your tshuva that you realize you got to a higher level. That, you know, my tshuva wasn't adequate. You do higher levels of tshuva. And it goes ultimately through this whole process of seeing how everything is folded into the aleph, baki baki which we've learned together. And then finally, all wrapped into a mimer from Rabbi Barbarchana and Baba Basra, which goes through all these different strange visions that Rabbi Barbarchana had on the, on the sea, which the first segment of Lukutraman is all devoted to explaining those agadas. And it wraps the whole hasagas, all chidushim on top of chidushim, like endless, endless, endless. The Rabbi's Torah is it's an endless fountain. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Mamish, it's just, I, I can't even give over to you. What Taravav is endless, infinite, infinite, infinite. He shows how it's all wrapped up into this Agada. Okay. Then the Hasidim finished. They benched, they davimar, they made Avdala. And then afterwards, Rabbi Nachman called over the Anashim Chashuvim and he said, Bring me a Siddur Arizal, which has all the Kavanas of the Arizal, the Kabbalistic intentions, the different Shemus and, and Gematrias and different things. And the Rebbe turned to the place where the Arizal gives the kavanas, which are the intentions that a person is supposed to have in mind for the different months. And the Rebbe said, who can show me how everything we just said is wrapped up into the Arizal's Kabbalistic intentions for the month of Elul, because it's all a tshuva tire. And he says over here, nobody was able to tell him because it was so sasam v'chasam. You can never tell how everything the Rebbe said was exactly, exactly the of what Arizal was trying to give over in all of his kavanas. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. And then the Rebbe revealed how all of the kavanas of Arizal, different shamas and, 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 and different gematrias and kasa and, 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 and sag and different shamas, all these different things. Unbelievable. Shame yaboik, your base kuf, are all reflecting the Rebbe's teaching in this Tyra. And Reb Nassim never heard anything like this before. It was the first time that the Reb Nassim was being exposed to this kind of Tyra. It was just, he had never experienced anything like it, but it lit him up. Mamish lit him up. Gam Dibar, so let's start now from Gam. Gam Dibar Acha Shabbos Me'atayra Hanal. 
And then Rabbi Nachman, after Shabbos, was also still talking about the lesson he revealed. That that lesson speaks about Moshe Rabbeinu, speaks about Yeshua, and it speaks about the Oyel Moed, like we said, which again is the Nekuta Tachtoin of the Aleph, the bottom point, and which is Yeshua, the upper point, which is Moshe, and then the Oyel Moed, which is the Vav in the middle, the Rakia, Shemachinas Nekuta Yoyna, Nekuta Tachtoin, the Vav, which is the letter Vav in the middle of the Aleph. Vaz Amali and then Rabbi Nachman told Rav Nassim, and this again was right as Rav Nassim was coming close to the Rebbe. He said, Any time that a Rebbe and a Talmud get together, this whole thing takes place. This whole tikkun, this whole yichud of Chama and Levana, the sun and the moon, Rebbe and Talmud. This is what he says to Rav Nassim. Vihine says Ramnasan calls a hoyba This was right when I started getting close to him. I wasn't in charge. He was just, he was an outsider. Reb came toward the end. Reb came. Only eight years, I think, or so before Reb Nachman left the world, Reb came. So there were other Hasidim that were writing down the Torahs. They're called Lashon Chaveirim. If you find them scattered throughout the Kutumran, even though the Rebbe didn't want them printed in there, but if you find a few slipped in after Torah Ein Gimel or so, but Reb Nassim says, I wasn't the scribe. I wasn't writing them. I was just writing over the small things. I wrote, not even in Rabbi Nachman's presence. And I was waiting. He says, Reb Nassim, I didn't write down the lesson, but I wanted that the Rebbe should write it down and I should see it. I should learn it again. I should be able to teach it. I was in this place by him after Purim. And at that point, says Rabnasan, I sat and he said over the lesson again, and I wrote down every word. He read out of his own manuscript, says Rabnasan, and I wrote every word down. And later on that night, he says, I stood before him in his presence. And Rabbi Nachman is going to bed. And he's laying down. And Rabbi Nachman spoke with Rabbi Nassim then. And then he revealed to him the final element in the lesson, which is There are three mitzvahs to appoint a king and to build a Beis HaMikdash and to wipe out Amalek that Am Yisrael have to accomplish when we go into Eretz Yisrael. And the Rebbe showed how all those three mitzvahs were also connected to these three levels, to the three parts of the Vav, and, and a whole deep thing. See there. The CM Oz, Rabbi Nachman finished. And he explained how all these three are connected to tshuva. And then Reb Nassim says, I asked Rabbi Nachman, Like, okay, because he, he does reveal somewhat, just a little bit to connect it. And I should know it's not totally random, that like it has a connection. But what do these three mitzvahs have to do with all our saga? Rabbi Nachman announced, this you say. This is for you already. This is not for me to say. You see the empowerment of the Rebbe. This is where Reb Nassim started to write Chidushim on Rabbi Nachman's Torah. This here is Lekutei Alachis. If you've never seen it, this is volume 2 out of 8. Lekutei Alachis 
is Zerbi Nassen's major work. He has two other svarim, which I brought here also, Lekutei Tefilas and Olam Lutrufa, which are Nassen's letters. But Lekutei Alachis is a peerish on Shulchan Arach, because they're all Dalek Chalke Shulchan Arach. Numerous times Reb Nassen wrote Lekutei Alachis over the span of 50 plus years. His entire life he was going again and again over, over Shulchan Arach. And he was revealing the panemius of all the different halachas in every aspect of Torah, through the Akhtamas that Rabbi Nachman reveals on the Kutimran, demonstrating how random Torahs, you'd never see a connection. Rabbi Nassim shows every detail of the halachic sugya is reflecting the hasagas that Rabbi Nachman is revealing. Ein davar kazeh, mamish, mechudash legamri, eight volumes. Where did it all start? Das zagdushay. It all began here, Taravav. Ubezeh halachti, azam lefanav, v'sachan adaracha, Rabbi Nassim says, I left. And then I started thinking. And I went to my host. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me beautiful chidushim. And they are beautiful. You take a look. In Likudei Alachas, Hilcha Shabbos, what he writes on Taravav, Pile Plois. You can't not believe in Hashem when you read. It's Mamish. It's not a matter of Emunah. It's Hakara. It's Emes La'amitoy, 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 La'amitoy. Says I saw some some klekseva over there. Rabnasan's whole thing was writing. So his yard side is also the yard side of Ezra Cipher. So also has to do with writing. Because And he says, quickly right away, I wrote down the Chidushim. He says, Rabbi Nachman was Machanichmi. That Rabbi Nachman wanted me to be Machadish. You should know that Rabnasan does not have any haskama on Lakuti Alachas, and not because you couldn't get one. He writes in the beginning of Lakuti Alachas, he says, I don't need haskama. Because he says every haskama that was written for Lakut Imran, of which there were many, many, many more than were printed, and plenty were printed from the Kajinser and the Chazim Lublin and many others. He says all those haskamas apply to what I'm writing because every word that I'm writing is his words. They're not mine. Rabbi says I don't have a seichel. Every word he writes that. He says every word I'm writing here is Rabbi Nachman's words. Rabbi Nachman gave him this Indian of being able to be mechadish. Shechinech oisi berachem of udrachem aniflam. The Rabbi Nachman guided me to begin this in his wondrous and, and beautiful ways. And then says Rabbi Nachman, I brought him my chiddush v'hutav be'enav, and he loved it. V'sachak and he laughed machmas simcha because it was so sweet. Ah, can you imagine the relief that Rabbi Nachman had that there was one person in the world who understood him? Imagine the relief. He laughed. He said, this is it. This is my, this is my Yeshua. This is my Rechaim Vital. That Rav got it. Rav Mamish got it. I'm sure there were other people who got it also. But that laugh of Rabbi Nachman is a laugh of relief. Va'anava Amar, and he announced and said, Ah, tu chalil moidim tiye masmid. You can learn. He says, if you'll be a masmid, you can learn. This is after Rav Nassim finished Shas multiple times. We're not dealing with a small fry here. What do you mean, my Yeshua? My Yeshua, Klape, what Moshe Rabbeinu was, that Moshe Rabbeinu had a Talmud Yeshua who saw himself as being nothing in and of himself only to receive what he was given and then was able to transmit to everybody else. Like we said, all the great tzaddikim had one Talmud who served that function. Like Rav Chaim Vital to the Arizal, the Baal Shem Tov had the Magid of Mizrich or, the, or Yaakov Yosef of Polonia. And Rav Nachman actually referred to Rav Nassim as my Yehoshua. Right? A Makabal. A Makabal whose whole job is to take 
and then to like the moon to reflect the light of the sun in a far more accessible way which is exactly what Reb Nassim does in Lekutia Lachas it's far more understandable and he brings it down to our level which I want to get to with the last few minutes in the proper Chachma let's just finish these two lines Afal P right so the Rebbe says Duves Kenan learning as Duves Begerin if you'll be a Masmid you can learn and then I stopped being a Harbe. So I learned a lot of halacha, and I learned the whole Arizal, and Ramak, and Rashash, and everything. And then he commanded me, okay, now really be Mechadish. And then he told me to write, like he explains. Let's close with the Parapurus Lachachma. And the Parapurus Lachachma. One of the main mefarshim on Lukute Maran. This is, I think, two generations after Rabbi Nachman's time. And he writes like this. This is the point. This is what I wanted to get to. He says, this that Rabbi Nachman told Rabbi Nassim, that whenever a student and a Rebbe get together, it's an aspect of Moshe, Yeshua, and Oil Mayed. He says, whatever we're able to understand, is very, very deep things. Ki Ramaz Bazeh, Soyd HaEskashros, Beinoi Uvein Talmidei HaKadosh, Harav Reb Rabbi Nachman was referring to Reb Nassim and himself and the bond that they would have between them and their role in bringing to the world the revelation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu intended to bring to the last generation before Mashiach comes through this particular tzaddik, Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, says, this was right in the beginning. Whoever spent time with Reb Nassim in Lukutei Tfilis, which he turned every lesson in Lukutei Maran into a wondrous prayer, like David Melech did for the Torah, Lahavdil, right? David Melech has Chamishay, Chumshay, Tehillim, Keneged, the five Chamushay, Chumshay, Torah, like it says in the beginning of Medrash Tehillim and in other places. Reb Nassim did that for Lukutei Maran. He turned every Torah into a Tfilah. So you finish learning a lesson and your heart is on fire. There's no such thing. These tires are endless, infinite, glorious, wondrous, mythous miracles. And then you dive in it. And you dive in it and you make it practical. And in Olam Lutrufa, his letters mostly to his son, Rabbi Yitzchak, but in eight volumes of Lukuti Alachas. Anybody who spent a little bit of time with this, with this tzaddik, Certainly anybody who knew him in his life. And heard the way that he spoke. And what he devoted his life to. And you read through fire and water, which I highly, highly encourage if you haven't to read this book through fire and water. My Breslov Research Institute. It's a biography on Reb And you understand what this person went through. And you understand the challenges that he experienced. And you understand how he was so evil, how he was so evil. The emuna that this person had. Unbelievable. The anivos, the shiflos, the bitol, the, the emes of this person. The sibaisa, I mean, you know his circumstances, what he went through? Asher Avrolav, everything that he went through, Yavin Belibai Viyira Be'ene Sichle Mamesh, Kihayim Bebchinana. Everybody will understand he was the Nekuda Tachtayna. He was the Bechin of Yeshua Klape, the Moish Rabbeinu of Rabbi Nachman, so to speak. Because Reb Nassim's whole thing is what? Reb Nassim's whole thing is chizik. 
Every word in the Kutei Alach is chizuk, 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 to give us strength until the end of time. The Baki Vashayif, the Nekuta Tachtayna, that's the Talmud, that's the Yeshua. That no person in the Jewish nation, no matter what they go through, should ever give up hope. From your place, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Don't think about yesterday and what you did, that you're responsible for this. Azov, that's the Yitzhahara, let go of that. Right now you're in this situation. Find a way to make it right. Find a way to connect on your level the way that you can, not in relation to anybody else's madrega. What you can do from this place, bring kavod to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Seher it doesn't look so nice on the surface, but it's about your kavod, not mine. And I know that from this place I can contact you. From this place I can connect to you. Like Rabbi Nachman says in Sichas Ran, cry out like Yoyna from the belly of the fish, from the depth of despair. Now, like we learned, that's what it means to be an expert in a time of Yerida. Which is an aspect of Yeshua. Later on in Simon Zayin, which Simon Samaches, which we learned, is a little bit of a variation on, on Tara Zayin, or the beginning of Tara Zayin in Tinyana. There too. He speaks about these two madregas. And there he calls them different names. Those that are very high, those that dwell in Shemaim, and those, unfortunately, that are darimata. And all of us have these two aspects at different points in our lives. Ben, sometimes we're close to Hashem like a child. Sometimes a Talmud, we're further away. And there also, Rabbi Nachman shows that the aspect of those that are far, those that are distant, the darimata, the nekudetachtoina, are also an aspect of Yeshua because the Rashatevis Yukumun stand up, hakitsu veranenu, wake up and sing, shaykhne afar. Those that dwell in the dust, says Rabbi Nachman, all of this is Rosh Tevis, Yehoshua. This is the aspect of Yehoshua. Even those who are dwelling in the dust, those who are sunk down, like where the Rebbe said, stand up and sing. Sing a song from that place. Recognize your whole life is a song. And if you're able to find the strength not to give up, and to find HaKadosh Baruch Hu there, and to call out to Him, and not to stop speaking to Him, and not to lose touch with Him, you can bring cover to our Kodesh Baruch Hu from that place. Those that are dwelling in the depths need to strengthen themselves. Who are dwelling in who are in such a low place of Lilis Yashu Atzman. Not to be Miyash, not to despair. Not to allow themselves to give up. Raki Eidu, but they should know, Ki Hashem Gam Itam, Hashem is with them too. The Imam, and next to them, the Etzlam, and by them, Ayn Shamas Chazgaz, God of Anar, like Rabbi Nachman says over there. O Mamer Kimirach Mavanal, and that Mimer, this will come to the end, that Rabbi Nachman revealed over there, Namar Bashabas Chanaka Bashnas Tavkov Ayn, Shushana Hachroina Mimechayev. This Torah that speaks also about Yeshua and about the Bechina of Baki Bishayev was at the very end of his life. So right in the beginning, Rav Nassim comes to him, he gets this Torah, that Ben and Talmud, Moshe, Yeshua, two messages that come out of the tzaddik, one that tells you, you got to go higher, and one that tells you, you never could have fallen too far. And at the very, very end of his life, it's the same message. 
Hakdoshim Sharabenu Akadosh, those very, very last years. Visham Musker Inin Shal Yeshua Benun. And Rabbi Nachman speaks about Yeshua Benun. Mali Ruach Chachma, he was filled with this Ruach, like we learned of Chachma. Ki Nismach Moshe, Ki Samach Moshe, Siyad of Allah, because, I mean, because Moshe put his hands upon him, gave him smicha. He says, I heard from my father that heard from the zikanim of the Talmidim of Rabbi Nachman. They understood at that moment that Rabbi Nachman was speaking about this from the hints that he was hinting. That when he was giving over this lesson, this was Rabbi Nachman giving smicha to Rabbi Nachman. When he talked about this, Yeshua getting smicha from Moshe, this was smicha to, to Rabbi Nassim. And it's true that most of Rabbi Nassim's sikhas were all about this. L'chazik is called Echad Mi Yisrael. Ah, Rabbi Nassim's chizik. There's nothing like it. In a wondrous way. You have hope. Don't give up. Even though things seem so tough and you think you'll never make it. Don't give up. Not only don't give up as if, okay, it's a bediyev, but you can, you can, no, this is a lechatechila. Your life is a lechatechila. Your challenges. There's a way of revealing COVID to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Dafka there. Don't give up. This is Rav Nassim's chizik. Every word on the Kutei Alachas, every word on the Kutei Tefilis, and Alam Lechufa. I can't go a day without learning Alam Lechufa. Alam Lechufa, Rav Nassim's letters. Every word over there. Chizik, chizik, chizik. This is what our dar needs. This is the Dari Mata. This is the Baki Bishayv. This is Rav Nassim. No matter what Madriga you're on, despite it all, find strength. Start from now. You can connect. You're not too far. You can't have fallen too far. You're always Bechlal. You're always in the arena. This is what we find. The only time in the Torah how much chizik is given to a person is to Yeshua. Shalish pa'amin. Chazak v'yamat. Chazak v'yamat. Chazak v'yamat. All relating to Yeshua because Yeshua is the Nekud HaTachtayna. Nekud HaTachtayna is Baki B'Shoiv. Baki B'Shoiv is Rav Nasa. And this is Rav Nasa's message to our generation. It goes on three times. Chazak is Gematria Moshe. This is the message that Moshe is investing into Yeshua. Chazak, chazak, chazak. So Rav Nasan is not just the Talmud of Rabbeinu. Rav Nasan is the place where we go to receive the chizik of Rabbi Nachman. The Talmidim of Breslov would say that it's more important in our generation to learn Sifri Rav Nasan than it is to learn Sifri Rav Nachman. Even. Ad Kedekach. Because we can relate to the light of the sun through the reflection of the moon. Rav Nassim is the Nekudat HaChtayna. Rav Nassim relates to us. He understood us. And he was a tzaddik in his own right. That's what it means to be a tzaddik. He relates to every, every person, every individual. And Rav Nassim's voice echoes throughout the generations to give each and every one of us chizek. You can start from now. No matter what, you can start from now. And from here, Yesh Inyan, like Rav Nassim says, Shahakol Yishapich L'tayva. Everything is flipped. Everything is turned around. Down becomes up. If we believe in it. If we mamish believe in it. So I had just a, a small little 
Tyra, we could bear just two more minutes just yeah. to learn one thing from Reb Nassim. The whole thing is building up to this. One tiny little piece of Reb Nassim's chizuk, just to get a taste of how Reb Nassim speaks. And then I, again, I'm just encouraging all of us to delve into these svarim. I don't know how a Jew could live today without learning every day from these svarim, from Reb Nassim's svarim, say the tefillahs, alam l'trufa. You know, uh, um, whether it's Bikiyas or it's Bikiyan and Lukutimaran, a little bit every day. It's Mechai the Nefesh. I don't know why. Hashem sent this Sadiq to the world to do something that other Tzadikim were able to relate to certain Yidin, but Mamish to our generation. This is Rabbi Nachman's, Rabbi Nachman's people. So Rabbi Nassim says over here, this is the general rule. Every person spends his whole life looking for what he's lost. And all of us have lost things. All of us through the journey from childhood to adulthood, we lose innocence. Things happen to us and we do certain things. We make certain choices. Life happens. We grow up. And in growing up, we gain so many capacities that an adult has that kids don't have. But we lose the innocence, we lose the faith, the simplicity, the sweetness, the wonder, the excitement, the passion, the vitality. We lose so much and we spend the rest of our lives looking for it. This is what it means to do tshuva, to find what we lost. Says Reb Nassan, I want to tell you something. If you'll seek, and you'll look, you will absolutely find if you seek. If you take up the search, you'll find. And even though a person could be seeking for so long and we're trying, and we're trying to do Revedas Hashem, but something's not connecting and I'm still not feeling it. I'm still slipping into the same things. I'm still lost and I haven't found. Through every effort and every little bit of searching, don't worry, you found a lot. Even if you don't think you've gotten to the place that you think that you're aiming to get to, trust me, you found, says Reb Nassan. No little bit of effort ever goes to waste. What do we know? What's precious to Hashem? We're trying the best that we can. You can't even see it, but you found what you found. They call deeper the deeper, even though you think that the tefillah wasn't answered, and you think that it wasn't be'emes, and you think that it came from ulterior motives, but you said a deeper, trust me. Says Rabbi Nassim, every little word, they call you every little bit of effort of searching, there's not one little bit of good will that's lost, even if it doesn't materialize. One little ratzon tov a person has, I want to be a little bit better. I'm not able to actualize it. There's something there. There's something there. With this we finish. And this is what Chazal mean when they say, if a person says, I toiled and I found Tamin. Believe him. Says Reb Nassim, I don't understand. What does this mean? All of us know this. I toiled and I found. Oh, believe him. Such a person believes. Says Reb Nassim, what do you need to believe such a person for? It's not a matter of belief. See if he has or if he didn't. Did he find or didn't he? What does this mean? Tamin. You shall show me that you, that you found. And then, okay, I see, you found. What's tamen? What does it mean you have to believe such a person? Can't you see if you found or not? 
says the Rebbe, but the truth is not what it seems on the surface. Even sometimes if a person can't show you or demonstrate what he's found, and sometimes it seems like you haven't found anything after so many years of searching. A person is just as distant from Hashem as he was in the beginning, and a person feels like it's all gone to waste. It's all gone to waste. All the espoidus and all the yearning and all the crying out and all the rotten toys and all the efforts and all the new siddharam that we start and a new chavrusa and a getting up for chakras and it's just everything, thing after thing. It doesn't last. What do I have, Sachakal? This takes faith. It's not always in the results. It's not always in the destination. It's in the journey itself. It's moment to moment playing out. Take your eye off that goal that you think is going to finally make you a respectable human being. It's not about you. And if a Kodesh Baruch has a different plan, despite your best efforts, this is your job. To be Megalik Foyt Shemayim and trying the best that you can, even though time after time, Sigeitnish. Even though time after time it's not working. It's not about you. It's about a Baruch Hu, And it's just about today. Says Rav Nassim, Yagati. If a person says, you know something I really put effort into? Umatsasi. And even though I can't show you what I've gained, I feel that Mamish I've gained. Tamen. Believe such a person. Even though he can't show you the goods on the dining room table here. That you found, you found a lot through your toil. And this is what Chazal means. Yeah, believe it. Believe it. And believe it in others and believe it in yourself. Not everything is Gashmius and Olamazeh. You could see what you accomplished. We don't know what we accomplished. We don't know what we accomplished. A person needs to believe. You find. What a chizik. Do you hear this? What a chizik. This is Herb Nassim. This is Nikuta Tachtayna Baki Bishai. This is it. You don't know what you accomplished. We're all the time thinking of like results, results. Let me see, results. It doesn't work this way. It doesn't work this way. It's a minute to minute looking at my matziv and saying, how can I be Megalik for Shemayim by not giving up right now? I'm going to keep on keeping on. Through the effort of Alpisha Adain, Ein Royim, Masha Moitzin, Kanal, we don't see what we found. This Chevra, this is Rav Nassim. And so here we're coming to the yard side of Rav Nassim. I thought it was important just to get a picture. Where is Rav, Where does he fall? He's not just a Talmud who happened to have written. No, Rav Nassim is a world in and of himself. He's a universe. And his farm are accessible. And they're free on Safaria. They uh, translated the first couple of things from the Kutalachas Brasil Research Institute. They put everything up there with the footnotes and everything. Everything today is accessible. The question is, if you're willing to make a vessel for it in your own life to make a commitment, I want some of this in my life. I, I want some of this. And I, I just want to make it clear for the chaver that are beginners to breastliver. Don't think that this is the Holokut HaLachas. It's Torah on the deepest, most exalted level of Asaka. She'en kama'yu, she'en kedugmasai. Mind-blowing, mind-blowing. 
But the chizuk that comes out of it is just as important. It's not all the time about sugyas and populim. Tachlis, I want to walk away feeling connected. Tachlis, I want to walk away feeling there's hope for me. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is imcha ve'etzlacha ba'adcha like we learned. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us. This is the inyan of Yeshua. Rak chazak v'yamatz Yeshua. This is the whole inyan of the nekudat ha'chtoyna, of baki b'shoiv, of Rab Nassim z'chus yagenleinu. And we should be zayche to... Take this rope that HaKadosh Baruch Hu threw our generation. We can be busy with pulpulim about why, you know, Breslov is this and it's extreme and it's that and the other thing. Meanwhile, everyone's drowning. So in the meanwhile, it's not as if we found anything that really works better, you know? And so over here, if there are people that are saying, listen, Chavra, Mamish HaKadosh Baruch Hu threw us a rope here. And for those that connect to it and for those that are willing to Mamish explore with some lave, with Tamimas and openness, you never, ever, ever know. And from the standpoint of those that have started to delve into this world, they always know. Ein davar kazeh. Ein davar kazeh. We should be zayichem, chavr. We should mamish be zayichem. Yemincha pshuta lekabal shavim. The Degel says, Hashem's right hand is stretched out to receive those that want to connect to Him. What's Hashem's yemincha? What's the right hand? That's Hadikim that He sends. We're waiting for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Reach out to me. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends Hadikim. Reb Nachman, Reb Nassim, reflecting the teachings of the Valshem and the Magid, reflecting the teachings of Rechaim Vital and, 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 and Arizal, reflecting the teachings of Reb Shem Barichai and Reb Akiva, reflecting the teachings of Moshe and Yeshua. And these five great Sadiqim and their five great Talmidim changed Yiddishkeit forever. What a privilege that we're among those that are not only not misnagid, but are open to it, are open to it. We could taste the sweetness of it. Ashrenu, ashrenu chavr. Achaim, achaim. We should be zeched to it. Achaim. Ashrepach, achaim, achaim.